Christmas. This is the Hellmarkies podcast, and this is part two of a podcast. We have never done a part two of a podcast, but this is it. This is part two of our Christmas preview. Amber, this pre- this preview has been somewhat cursed. We like to say, "Can you believe?" You like to say, I like to say I was just having a life. <laughs> We're finally here. This is so exciting. <laughs> this has been Rachel's, like, the bane of Rachel's existence. We've been trying to do this podcast for 107 years. That's yeah. not an exaggeration. We counted. And I'm just <laughs> um, But we, we made it. Yay! So and my voice is now fully intact because we've had some days of rest between parts one and two. And hey, Maybe it was a god wink that this happened because they already changed some stuff and now we're going to be more up to date. That's right. So we did the first part of basically previewing November uh, and, uh, and you know, this one movie in um, October uh, last time. And so we'll put a link in the description section for you to that pod- go to that podcast so you definitely, if you haven't, you definitely want to watch both of them, of course, and listen or listen to both of them. Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, so we decided that was just going to be the, the best way. And so we hope that you guys uh, enjoyed the first part. We got a lot of positive feedback from it, which is really fun. And now we are diving into December. This is true Christmas, Christmas season here. So it's, it's quite appropriate. <laughs> it's the second part. <laughs> and we've also done podcasts on the Lifetime movies, and we will have a podcast on everything else. We'll cover the, the Up, the Freeform, the Netflix, everything else. So yeah. we've got previews galore. Very exciting. And <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. You ready? I was born ready. Okay. All right. We have Mingle All the Way. This is on the 1st of uh, December. And the stars, it has Jen Lilly, who's, of course, been one of our favorites in Dash of Love and Eat, Play, Love. Uh, then Brant Daughtry, who's in his Hallmark debut. Uh, and I'm, I'm not familiar with him at all. Have you, have you, do you know him? Well... I mean, his name sounds maybe familiar, but that might just be because I'm thinking of Chris Daughtry from American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me. Oh, no, I do know who he is. He is very handsome. Uh-huh. Um, he was on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, OK. Um, that's why I know his name and why he looks familiar to me and why I think he's already been in Hallmark movies because he hasn't, but he's been in a bunch of other network ones oh. like Merry Christmas and um, Accidentally Engaged, which is, you know, what do you think? I, how do you think I feel about that movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, he's familiar. Cool. To me. That's why his name is familiar to me. And also he's very handsome. Good. Great. And then it has Sandy Sadu, who is one of our faves. She's, we interviewed her this summer, and she was just the best. So she's been in uh, Frozen in Love and in the uh, last Wedding March movie. And and we're just really excited the homework she's using her more because we think she's got a lot, a lot of potential. Yeah, she's a gem. Yeah, really good. And it has Lindsay Wagner, who's, of course, in E-Play Love. 
And is yeah. Lindsay Wagner your like aunt? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we've got to talk. To, I got to talk to Jill. <laughs> <laughs> is she Jill Wagner's mom? <laughs> no, also Jill Wagner's aunt. It, 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 it probably. Why not? Right? <laughs> and uh, in Lindsay Wagner, yeah, you play love. She's in Thanksgiving House, which has been a holiday movie. And uh, and then our sweet little Opal is in oh, this movie. Sweet baby Opal. Ava Cooper. So it's really exciting. And it contains a dating app, which is very popular for like this holiday season across all of the networks. Dating apps is like the thing. And or apps in general on phones. A dating app, super busy professionals, and an unexpected romance. Yeah. So, who knows? Um, and then this says, Mingle All The Way is a new networking app designed to pair busy professionals together for upcoming events without long-term romance, which is really fun because basically this app is designed to make fake relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Fake holiday relationships. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to Molly, look good at like company parties and stuff like that. Yes, which I mean, this is this is this is. I'm not going to spoil it, but therefore, she, oh, sorry, Molly, founder of the app, is determined to prove to her family that is a success. Therefore, she joins the app and meets another another busy professional, Jeff. When Molly and Jeff are matched, they are both horrified to realize they've already had not one but two disastrous previous encounters. Nevertheless, they agree to stay matched for all their respective upcoming holiday events. As the pair gets closer, perhaps their business arrangement might turn into something more this holiday season. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of an episode of How I Met Your Mother, where um, Ted and this girl are, have been set up on a date and they realized halfway through the date that they had already been set up by they'd already been on a date before and they're so they were going back through the previous date to figure out what went wrong and it's, it was pretty clever it was pretty good well all i can say is what get out of my brain samantha herman who wrote this because this <laughs> is incredible i don't know if i could love a premise more i agree with you i think this sounds really fun i got to interview jen lily a couple of weeks ago and it sounded like a really fun project really uh, a, a lot of you know sort of tropes that we like with sort of uh, pretending to be in a relationship and office you know office comedies or some can be one of my favorites that's done well and so I think should be funny I you know I really like Jen Lilly I, I mean I like this whole cast a lot and so I, there's really, I don't know. So we have this ranking system, if you've watched any of our other uh, Christmas previews, where we give a, a coal, if it's one we are not excited about at all, and then we have a sock, if we are kind of met on it, then an orange, if we're pretty excited, and then over the moon, super excited, is a diamond ring. So it's very, very cool. Yes, and, and so, the conceit being, these are all things that one would get in a Christmas stocking, 
Right. And it's based on the level of excitement you would have. Right. And we are sometimes completely disappointed by the ones we're excited about. And, and sometimes we are completely surprised by ones we didn't see coming. So, so basically, just like in Whose Line it is, it, Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, the points don't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Amber, what would you give this movie mingle all the way? I mean, frankly, it's obviously a diamond ring for me. And I feel funny giving away a diamond ring on the first one, but it's yeah. pretty great. It's, it's going to start off the month, hopefully, really strong. I was not a big fan of Gemma's last movie, but I have faith in her that this one will redeem, will bring her back on track for me. I was a big fan of Jen Lilly's last movie, so... I've loved everyone that she's done. I believe this is her first Hallmark movie without being directed by Christy Will Wolf. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that's true. So I, I also give it a diamond ring. I'm really looking forward to it. So look at that. <laughs> Jen Lilly coming through with the double diamond yeah. ring. Yeah, make it a great movie, please. Okay. And uh, next uh, we have Christmas Wonderland. Just moved Friday night <laughs> uh, to the first, and it was cha it's changed channels from Hallmark Channel over to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which is interesting. And uh, it stars Emily Osment and Ryan uh, Rotman. Was filmed in Utah. It's pretty exciting, and it has Holiday Homecoming, Reignition of Old Flames, Artist Rediscovering Her Passion in More Ways Than One. And a Christmas dance. Yes. So, in this movie, Heidi, who initially left her small town of Pleasant Valley with the dream of one day becoming a successful painter, has put her own art on hold to excel as an art gallery curator. Now, a week before the gallery's big Christmas party, she must return home to watch her niece and nephew. She comes face to face with her high school love, Chris, now a teacher who is over his head after he must who is in over his head after he must find a new last minute location for the christmas dance heidi offers to help him and together they discover a beautiful place for the dance perfectly capturing the christmas spirit called wonderland farms the more to, why are you giggling that's a beautiful place that's a funny name the more okay. time heidi spends in pleasant valley decorating for the christmas snowball the more she finds herself inspired to start painting again. With Christmas fast approaching, Heidi soon becomes torn between the life she built in the city and the life she is surprisingly charmed by back in Pleasant Valley, embracing her true passion. You we do need to say, um, all of these summaries come from the Entertainment Weekly article on these movies, right? Uh, well, and also, I double-checked them with the um, Hallmark Channel summaries. Yeah. So... It's a conglomeration of the two, but whoever wrote this one took their time. They were an <laughs> artist writing this summary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, do you want to, I want to go to a snowball. Do you want to go to a snowball? Well, Rachel, what we can do is, because this was filmed in Utah where we are both located, if this movie is so good, we could just go find the filming location and throw our own yes. Christmas snowball. Yeah, we could be like, uh, I've seen it on Hallmark, but Utah for Utah edition. <laughs> yeah, we could do this. Yeah, it would be very exciting. Uh, so uh, what are your initial thoughts about this one? Um, it kind of honestly seems a little meh. 
But I do love Emily Osment. I think she's really cute. I loved her in her Hannah Montana days. I love her. I So I love her. She might do a great job. I'm not really familiar with this guy. I don't recognize the names of anybody who wrote it. But it was filmed in Utah, so it'll probably get a local boost from mm-hmm. my heart. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of burned by the uh, Utah film dancing movie last year, but hopefully this one will be better. Uh, yeah, she was on the show Young and Hungry, which I actually really enjoyed. It was a, had a really good uh, classic romantic comedy dynamic, uh, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of The Nanny, mm-hmm. kind of a similar sort of rich guy hires this 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 uh this woman to you know work for him as a chef in this case as opposed to a nanny um but it was it was pretty good i thought and she was definitely very cute in it i kind of wish they'd gotten that guy from young and hungry i think that would have been fun but hopefully she'll have chemistry with this guy um yeah i mean the the description doesn't do a ton for me, but it looks cute enough. So I'm going to be generous and give it an orange. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to go ahead and give it a very middle of the road socks with some orange zest. Yeah, I understand that. Um, just be- mostly because it's, you know, untested. I don't know how it's going to go. I hope to be pleasantly surprised. Do you, does it concern you that it's moved to movies and mysteries? It, it is definitely concerning yeah. however it could also be like the other one they ended up cutting it and they were like this is too hilarious for the other channel highly doubtful i've read the book i, I mean it's possible I, but i doubt it um but uh but yeah i last year the one that got moved to hallmark movies and mysteries for christmas encore christmas cottage got moved up to hallmark channel and that was definitely the right choice. <laughs> that was definitely, I mean, I'm not saying Christmas Cottage is the best movie ever, but it was definitely an upgrade for Christmas Encore. That was the correct choice. Oh boy. So hopefully that won't be the case here, but we'll see. All right. So next we have Northern Lights of Christmas. This is on the second. It stars Ashley Williams and Corey Sevier, who I know, I know that name. He's been in uh, a handful of these Hallmark movies. I don't know if he's ever really been the the main guy in a Hallmark movie, but he's been the main guy in a few other network movies, including Four Christmases and a Wedding from last year on Lifetime. Yeah, and this is based on a book. I have not read it. I had it on order, but it it was like it didn't end up coming. Um, By Terry Wilson, who did... I uh, did Unleash Mr. Darcy, some other yeah. things. So there you go. Uh, and it, it, the contains are Aspiring Pilot, Surprise Inheritance, and Reindeer. Uh, sorry. The contains are Aspiring Pilot, Surprise Inheritance, Reindeer, and Handsome Ranch Hand. And we'll talk about how I feel about ranch hands in a minute. Okay. Zoe Hathaway has been working towards her lifelong goal of being a pilot for years, but everything is thrown off course when she unexpectedly inherits a reindeer farm, along with the dangerously handsome ranch hand, Alec Wynn. Dangerously. Dangerously handsome ranch hand, Alec Wynn. Those are the most tantalizing six words I've ever heard. Yes. Okay. 
Now, buried in taking care of reindeer and all the Christmas responsibilities, Zoe thinks life has delivered her a strange and cumbersome blow. And she isn't sure about Alec, who has his own ideas how best to run things. Alec, who has never had many people have faith in him, opens up when Zoe invests trust in him, and the two find themselves falling for each other. Could they both find happiness in the most unlikely of circumstances right before Christmas? Here's a question I have for you about this one. Do you think that there will be Santa in this movie with the reindeer and everything or no? I doubt it. Because she inherits the reindeer farm and like unexpectedly. So, I mean, the only time that it would be like if they, I don't think Santa is going to show up. Because the only, because this was the only one I thought, well, maybe there might be a little Christmas magic with, with reindeer and Santa, maybe. But, um, the, because this, if this one isn't the only other one on the whole slate that has any mention of Santa or any Christmas magic is the Christmas Evergreen. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. (laughs) You have 37 movies that there would be a couple, uh, you know, Santa Claus-ish movies bananas <laughs> but that being said amber does like herself some ranch hands ah yeah so yeah well Pretty we all excited know. we all know that i also like some ranch hands, especially when they're played by chris mcnally <laughs> well year. chris mcnally is not a ranch hand in this movie chris mcnally is just playing his guitar somewhere <laughs> I I I kind of hope that there's a little bit of Christmas magic with this, but you know we'll we'll see. Because uh, she did another movie where she uh, with Tom Cavanaugh, where she was at a reindeer farm. You remember that one? Are you Not talking about Walmart. snow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, he's literally Santa Claus. But she's on a reindeer farm. No, she's not. Yeah, that's what she she. She works at a zoo that has reindeer. Oh, that has reindeer. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. Give me a break. I know (laughs) the plot of Snow. It has the best Santa Claus origin story of all time. (laughs) Uh, But that, yeah. Are you bummed out that there's no Santa? I obviously am bummed out that there's no Santa. I'm still hoping that there's going to be just a secret Santa in one of these movies that we don't know about yet. That's just kind Mm -hmm. of like... Uh, you know yeah. i'm I always hoping for secret santa no, I, I just not think... like secret santa you get <laughs> yeah but i think this is the most likely spot we'll see it but i guess my... i should say surprise santa yeah all right so uh what do you rank this one um i'm giving it an orange i think it'll be great um i you know terry wilson's very talented ashley williams is a delight this guy is great he's a handsome ranch hand it's an orange i don't have enough confidence that i'll like love it to death to give it a diamond ring but i'm giving it an orange yeah i agree with you i will also give it an orange okay now a majestic christmas this is on the second and it stars jerica hinton and christian vincent um so this contains holiday homecoming job promotion stress and a plan to save the town's playhouse okay So this movie, in A Majestic Christmas, Christmas in the charming town of Briar Falls will be bittersweet this year when architect Nell goes back to her hometown having been given the job of turning the historic Majestic Playhouse into a modern multiplex. 
much to the town's objections. The Playhouse has been home to their annual Christmas tableau, which will now have to end after a long historic tradition to the town. And historic, long and historic, that sentence didn't make sense the way I read it, long <laughs> and historic tradition to the town. This job is Nell's first promotion and she's, and one she wishes she hadn't been chosen for, especially when she meets the new owner of the theater, Connor, whose vision and ideas clash with Nell's. Since Connor hasn't had much experience celebrating Christmas, Nell hopes that if she can give him a crash course in Christmas during the town's 12-day festival, that he might just change his mind about modernizing the Majestic. So this is quite the town. They not only have a 12-day festival, but they also have a festive Christmas tableau. Yes. So this is this is very great. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So I have to say, when you were reading it, I got major Christmas encore vibes, big time. But I I still think that like the core idea of Christmas encore could have been interesting with them both working on this creative project together and having different ideas about it and stop talking about christmas encore but i'm just saying i think the core idea had potential so if they can pull off that dynamic not just make it completely save the theater story which obviously i'll be part of it but uh, but if it can be kind of these two creative people with different ideas and you know a little bit of christmas thrown in there i think it could be cute i'm just very confused okay this is gonna get a little bit nitpicky but how are they going to turn a playhouse into a multiplex? Oh, I think that, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it must be a pretty big place because, uh, because yeah, you, if it's a multiplex, that would be more than one screen. Yeah, I mean, I could totally understand if it was like, oh, we're going to turn it into a theater. And I mean, a movie theater instead of just a play, like where they put on live theater. Mm-hmm. That is like one screen. Perfect. Easy. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A multiplex? How? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, yeah. And yeah, most, and most theaters have, I mean, most movie theaters have ways of, of converting into uh, being able to do seminars and plays and even yeah. weddings and stuff like that. Like they, they have it all set up so you can do that. Um, so like technically they probably could set it up so you could still have your tableaus and it'd be a cinemax. Like I'm not a crazy person, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm reading this plot and I'm going, okay, they can still have the tableau at this new movie theater, which will be housed in the old historic building. And then also when it's not Christmas, they can go see movies. I'm on Team Connor. That's all. Yeah. And I guess, like, she, I'm surprised that she's so reticent to have this job. Like, that's sort of weird. Like, come on, I want our Hallmark women to be strong and confident. Well, I think she just doesn't want to tear down, re-change the theater. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, we didn't really mention it last time, but I do just want to quickly say that I am very happy with some of the more diverse casting uh, that they're doing this year with Hallmark. Uh, I think that's really cool. And hopefully, uh, you know, with, I think it just diversifies the people that we're seeing and we get to see different actresses and, and different things. Uh, and hopefully the, you know, the movies will be good. Uh, obviously uh, 
um, these two actresses haven't been in anything on Hallmark before, but, uh, but I'm excited to see what they can bring and hopefully they'll have good chemistry and yeah, it should be, I don't know. Uh, the, the, I am really tired of save the, you know, save the farm, save the theater stories. So that's my, most of my hesitation, but I'm hoping I'll like it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest though. I'm giving it socks, possibly with some coal dust on them. Just because I feel like the conceit stupid, but you know, if they have good writing, I don't know who wrote it. Um, if it's got good writing and they have good chemistry, like you said, it could be great, but based on what I'm given and not knowing who these actors are, I'm going to have to go with souls with some socks with some coal dust. Yeah. Uh, I will just go with flat out sock on the eighth homegrown Christmas. And this stars Lori Laughlin and Victor Webster. So definitely two big hall stars and it's contains holiday homecoming reignition of old flames and a Christmas dance. Yes. So this says, after stepping down as CEO of her dream job, Maddie heads home for the holidays to gain perspective. She finds herself running into her old high school sweetheart, Carter, and tensions quickly arise. When forced to put together a Christmas dance for the local high school, Carter and Maddie find themselves putting their differences aside and rediscover what made them fall in love all those years ago. And I'm going to say this. I was a little bit like, well, and then they say they put their differences aside. And I said, oh, good. This feels mature and I like it. And this is written by our friend Nina Weinman. Yes, who uh, is amazing. Who's amazing. Not just because she's our friend. <laughs> That's great. That's definitely a point in her. her I favorite. mean, she's our friend because we thought she was amazing. <laughs> That's right. Um, so that gives me a lot of confidence that it'll have some kick to it, some uh, humor to it. Yeah, and um, it's also directed by Mel Damsky, who is really good. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I really like, I'm trying to think, I pretty much liked all of Victor Webster's movies. He has makes really good choices, I think, and, uh, you know, Lori Laughlin is great, and I just, I'm feeling very high on her uh, after Grudge Mysteries, I liked so much. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of very similar to The Christmas Wonderland, but... Uh, but more mature yeah like I don't know like I and not just in mature like oh because these are older actors but I mean this is this is like putting in the varsity team yeah. to this because Lori Laughlin, Victor Webster right <laughs> right and true perfect Mel Dansky iconic Hallmark director Nina Weinman Swift amazing Hallmark writer like right. all the elements are there if this is not incredible, I'm going to be vastly disappointed. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm just going to say right now, I'm giving it a diamond ring. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, what the heck? I'll give it a diamond ring as well. The story feels a little pedestrian, but I feel like uh, everybody involved will just elevate it. So that's fine. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the benefit of having the, these recurring casts that come back is we know who's good. We know which writers we connect with. We know yeah. which directors do a job, a good job for us. So mm -hmm. we have like, so even though it's just kind of a pretty basic concept in a very short summary, right. we, I have faith that they're going to take these simple tools and turn it into something great. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
All right, awesome. Okay, next we have Memories of Christmas. This is on the 8th. It's Christina Milan and Mark Taylor. And we'll, I, I actually had the chance to interview him. So when we post that interview, it'll be really fun. He was a really a neat guy. And uh, it contains inheritance, the pressure to carry on the traditions of a late mother, and lots of house decorating. Yes. So in this movie, Noel was raised by the Queen of Christmas. Already this summary has me uh, keyed up. Because <laughs> if you guys know, I chose to have in our fantasy draft, which we released yesterday, a point whenever somebody is named a Christmassy themed name. And Slam Dunk Noel is definitely one. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Plus, she was raised by the Queen of Christmas. And when she inherits her late mother's house, she finds out that her mother had been hiring someone to decorate it. Dave. The deal is off, but Dave convinces Noel to let him carry on the tradition. As the display goes up, Noel's defenses start to come down. She embraces the town's Christmas gala gala gala. I say that every time because I don't know what's the right way. That was her mother's legacy, finds unexpected love, and develops a joy for the holidays that she never thought possible. There's a lot of dancing, a lot of dances, a lot of galas for, I feel like, this year. I should have added that to my uh, uh, survival uh, guide that I did. Uh, I didn't even think of it. But you have quite a few dances. <laughs> well, I think that's technically what we would consider, like, a, a community event. Yeah. yeah. Well, Christina Milian is amazing, and she sang, and she did a bunch of stuff on the Disney Channel, um, including was the writer... And singer of the theme song to Kim Possible, mm-hmm. which is hashtag epic, iconic. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me, Christina, Christina Milian. We'll interview you. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, so she's great. And she was also in Love Don't Cost a Thing, which is a remake of Can't Buy Me Love. Remember that? Uh, no. <laughs> well, she was. And, you know, she did, like you said, Snow Globe, things like that. She's great. So what are you thinking about this movie? Um, I don't really understand it, honestly. Like, her mom was the queen of Christmas, but she didn't actually do the own decorating, I guess. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I'm going to ultimately end up giving it an orange with some sock lint on it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not quite orange on it, but I'm not quite socks- but I'm more orange than socks. I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty positive about it. I feel like they'll have good chemistry and I feel like it'll have a lot of heart with her and losing her mother and everything. And so uh, I am going to give it a solid orange. No, okay. no dust at all. No, no, no sock lint, huh? No. All right. Uh, it's a ripe orange. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next we have Welcome to Christmas, and this is on the 9th, and it stars Jennifer Finnegan, Eric Mabius, and this is based on a book uh, that I, by Debbie Mason, called The Trouble with Christmas, and I have read it. I read the book, and I thought the book started off very strong. It was, I liked her character a lot. It was, she was funny, she was sassy, but for some reason, as soon as she, like, fell in love, she became really irritating and um very cliched and i thought she lost all of her sort of spunk and 
uh, personality. The one weird part about this this book is that it's the 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 town of Christmas is mad that the uh, is mad at her because she represents the big company. Mm-hmm. But in this case, they're actually mad that they that the company is not building there is not building their resort there as opposed to the typical thing like in snow uh in um a lot of snow or something like that you know where they don't want the the company to be coming in so that's sort of a, a different little thing and and uh the eric maybe is he's gonna play this um sheriff who has this uh daughter and i don't know if they're gonna have like he has in in the book he's uh his ex ex-wife is this country singer um I don't know if they're going to include that. They're definitely, it's definitely too spicy. I'll to tone it way down for Hallmark. Um, but anyway, I thought that the book started really good and then it didn't end good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. But it stars Jennifer Finnegan, Eric Mabius, um, and it contains a car accident a sm- and small town charm in Jeopardy. Oh, no. <laughs> So what happens in Welcome to Christmas is a resort developer, Madison Lane, is tasked with finding a location for a new ski resort. While she's prepared to recommend the resort be placed in Mountain Park, her boss tells her to take a trip to Christmas, Colorado to consider the location and the incentive package they're offering. On her way into town to meet with the mayor, Madison has a minor fender bender with the town's welcome sign. Town Sheriff Gage McBride. Okay, I gotta pause real quick. Madison Lane and Gage McBride are incredible names. Way to go, Debbie Mason. Um, Town Sheriff Gage McBride gives Madison a ride into town so she can attend the meeting while the car is towed and repaired. Little does Madison know that the town is on a mission to convince Madison that Christmas is the best place for the new ski resort. While stranded, Madison grows to love the community and the spirit of Christmas that runs throughout. Is a resort really the right move for Christmas? Or would the town be better off keeping its charm and traditions intact? Hmm? Yeah. So, Honestly, uh, I don't know what's going to happen in this one. <laughs> you do because you read the book, so you can't say. I didn't say anything. So, so this is written by, adapted by Rick Garman, who is a legend uh, in... Uh, and it has been upped from the Hallmark Movies Mysteries to Hallmark Channel. So there's that. And of course, we love Eric Mabius. I'm, I, I don't know Jennifer Finnegan that well. What, I, I feel like she's been in other stuff. Dog and Angel oh. of Christmas. So yeah, so Jennifer Finnegan, she's been in a couple things for Hallmark. Um, but I'm not super familiar with her. Uh, and I have no idea if they'll have chemistry or not. Um, I have faith that they'll have chemistry. I really do, actually. I'm just yeah. feeling it. I don't know why. Good. Maybe it's because in my head they look cute together. Uh-huh. Good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what are you thinking as far as ranking? Um, you know, I'm going to actually go ahead and give this one an orange. I, I have a lot of faith in all the people involved, kind of like that other one. Um, and the plot seems a little different. I mean, I know it's kind of save the town save the whatever but it's different enough that i could i could really like it Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like develop the town (laughs) yeah i know it's sort it's sort of different that way which i like so yeah i'll give it an orange as well i feel like it has potential next we have once upon a christmas miracle this is the 9th of december Uh, it stars amy teagarden 
and Brett Dalton, and it contains one organ transplant. <laughs> Not one, but three Christmases. So that's pretty epic of a contain. Okay, so this movie it says, told she would have less than a few months to live without a liver transplant, Heather Kruger's time was running out when a stranger, Chris Dempsey, heard of her plight and discovered he was a perfect match. The two meet, and before long, a friendship developed into romance. The movie follows Heather and Chris's journey over three Christmases as his selfless gesture leads to a Christmas miracle for everyone involved, based on a true story. And, like, I'm already crying reading this one, so I, I can't. Rachel, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, so, I like Amy T. Garden. I, you know, I like Friday Night Lights. She was really good in that show. I've never seen her in anything as an adult, uh, but um, she was great in that. Um, Brett Dalton was good in uh, that um, Cooking with Love. And uh, I, I personally actually like a good tearjerker. I think it can be kind of cathartic. You can kind of get out all of that and and uh, and uh and have a good cry i i don't mind it at all if it's done well and this feels like the kind that i will cry but i won't hate it uh-huh like i don't know like i don't even feel like it's going to be too emotionally manipulative because it's based on a true story mm-hmm. and also it's being directed by gary yates who's incredible yeah i feel like hopefully they'll have good chemistry and yeah, based on true story, I think it'll be really sweet. And uh, so, yeah, I'm actually feeling personally, feeling a lot of these dramas. I, uh, so I don't know, maybe it's just uh, they're a little bit refreshing, but I, I, I really, I thought that Veterans Chris, Christmas looked really good. And I think the, um, the Godwinks looks really good. So, uh, and uh, I think the Hall of Fame looks pretty good. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, that some of those will pay off. So where, where do you, what are you going to rank this? Um, this is going to come as a shock to everyone, including myself, but I'm giving it a diamond ring. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to give it an orange, but I, I'm, I'm hopeful that I'll, I'll enjoy it. Okay. I just haven't seen this pairing together. I think if I had, then I would probably give it a diamond ring. We have a gingerbread romance and this is on the 15th. And uh, it stars Tia Mowry Hardick and uh, Dwayne Henry. And this uh, contains a gingerbread house contest and a single dad baker. So that's like Hallmark gold, single dad baker. Yeah. Well, what else are they doing? Okay. <laughs> With Christmas just weeks away, the architecture firm Taylor works for enters our in a contest in which the teams will design and build life-sized gingerbread houses. <laughs> Do you have any idea how big life size is? That's like a real house. How do we get that in an oven? Rachel, this is where, that's why I became incredulous as I read. <laughs> After the contest, Taylor will likely be getting a promotion to a position in another city. The firm teams are up with Isabel, a renowned French pastry chef with whom Taylor instantly locks horns. When mm -hmm. Isabel backs out, Taylor stumbles onto a local bakery and meets Adam, a baker and single dad. In an act of desperation, Taylor convinces Adam to partner with her for the contest, arguing that winning would be give the bakery and his designs much needed exposure. For years, Taylor has been 
resistant to call anywhere home for the fear it will only be temporary, but the time she spends with Adam and his daughter in their cozy home, decorating for the holidays and exploring the town at Christmas fills her with a longing for a place to call home. This sounds like the sweetest Christmas, but like billion times better. Yeah. Yeah. Also bigger. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds the gingerbread really... house is going to be life-sized. I don't know. That's going to be amazing. Uh, but I mean, I guess at um, Disney World, they have those, um, they're pretty big, but I don't even, those aren't life-size. You can't like walk around in them. But uh, I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like we're being lied to. Yeah, they're probably way. more like the um the the ones at Disney World, which are pretty amazing. Like I'm still, it's fine, but I I, I will be disappointed if it is not an actual like ten foot building. <laughs> yeah, the story I, is ten feet. Yeah, I mean, gosh, wow. We'll see, but. I don't know. I feel like it sounds pretty sweet. Like her and this baker and his daughter and getting to know each other and her letting down her. I mean, it's it's not especially original, but I, I think I, I'm going to be honest, though. This movie, a lot of it is going to depend on the kid actor for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. And I mean, Hallmark has honestly been killing it with child actors yeah that's very so i'm not true. too worried about that but i think that's the biggest question mark for me yeah. is will like i'm sure she and he will have chemistry but will she have a good fun chemistry with the kid i think maybe i think so like she's a mom i i think i would think so we'll just have to see yeah but that being said i'm giving it an orange Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I will also give it an orange. Okay. okay. Next, we have Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas. And the reason why it's called Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas is because it's based on a Blake Shelton uh, song. And uh, the book, which I have read, is written by his mother. So <laughs> that's why uh Dorothy Shackleton is Blake Sheldon's mom and so I don't know if they will have singing in this movie uh because I guarantee you they'll at least play that song yeah but I don't know if the characters will be singing as opposed to just on the soundtrack hopefully that would be nice um but anyway that's why it has this weird titles because it's that's, that's that's the song um and this comes out on the 15th and it stars Josh Henderson and Megan Park and it gets canceled flights due to snowstorms Alternate forms of transit, travel companions, ultimately bonding over their professional struggles related to their dead parents. <laughs> that, is a, that is a mouthful. That is quite the struggle. That is quite the contains. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this movie, as Rachel said, is based on the song by Blake Shelton and the book by Dorothy Shackelford and Travis Thrasher. It says, it's the last Friday before Christmas in New York City and a massive storm is brewing. Small-town businesswoman Kara Hill is meeting with her banker while country music star Heath Sawyer, I'm guessing they'll have singing, is playing in Madison Square Garden. When the flight to Tulsa they're both booked on is canceled, this unlikely pair of strangers winds up traveling together. Each has a secret. Heath hasn't written the song since his father died, and Kara's mother recently passed and her family's jam business is failing. Will Christmas provide a miracle? 
and a chance at love? Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas is a touching story about finding a way home after a loss to your family and to your own true self. Um, Megan Park is a delight. Yes, we do love Megan Park. Yeah, she's great. And I have to say the book was very pleasant. It was, it was short. <laughs> it was <laughs> very sweet. And I thought that the dialogue was actually pretty well done between the, these two people as they, you know, they start out kind of being irritated by each other. And then it, uh, they end up going from like being in a car and they're like on a plane, they're going to be on a plane and then they're like in a car and then they're in a train and all these different, like it says, modes of transportation. <laughs> and so I'm actually pretty hopeful about this, uh, that it will be, even though it has a terrible name, uh, then it'll actually be good. Cause I think it has a, a pretty good novel behind it. It'll have music, which I like, and uh, Megan Park I like, and I like kind of travel shenanigans. That's always fun. And uh, so uh, I'm going to give it an orange. All right. I'm actually going to end up giving this socks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just sort of feels like it's trying to Christmas shoes its way into my emotions. Oh, yeah, with the death part of it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So it's not for me, but it could really make me like aside from the the fact that it's going to try to make me cry mm-hmm. um i think i would have really liked it but i mean i, I, I well i don't know maybe i'm just saying if it's a true story i'm much more like okay you can make me cry but if it's like a fictional story that's trying to make me cry then i'm like you're just being uh, emotionally manipulative so uh-huh. i don't like it for some reason <laughs> yeah i mean i guess they could really lean into that that was a very small part of the book so that you know that i guess that's why i didn't think of that at first but yeah it, it's true it could it could they could lean into that so i get that okay that sounds good all right um next we have uh, reunited at christmas this is on the 16th as Nikki DeLoach and Mike uh, Fiola. Fiola has served Nikki DeLoach and Mike Fiola. Sorry. Um, and it contains Rider's Block, Holiday Homecoming, and A Wise Deceased Grandmother. Yes. Um, so this says, frazzled and struggling with her writer's block, novelist Samantha, along with her boyfriend, heads home to her late grandmother's home to spend Christmas. While at home with the family, her grandmother's wise wise words reveal the true meaning of Christmas with Samantha at a time when she most needs encouragement. Yeah. So So this, this Mike Fiola, he was in Love Always Santa. Yes, which is obviously really good. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and we like Nikki Deloach. She's great. Uh, I was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed her and truly madly sweetly. She, she definitely elevated that movie, I think. And uh, it looks pretty simple. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, it's directed by Stephen R. Monroe, who's really talented and has done a lot of movies for Hallmark, mm-hmm. um, including a couple with Nikki DeLoach in them. So they'll probably already have chemistry. Also, Lisa DeRue is in this movie, who I love. Um, so she's great. Um, but that being said, I don't know. seems like another downer. Hmm. You don't think it seems like a downer? No, I mean, I don't, I think that they'll, might 
they they might look to her words of wisdom, but I don't think it'll be a really sad one. No. Okay, then I'm going to change this. If it's a downer, I'm giving it socks. If it's not a downer, I'm giving it an orange. You choose. <laughs> I will give it an orange, so I will... will. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, we have Entertaining Christmas. This is, and I wouldn't be surprised if that name changes, um, but this is on the 16th of December. It stars Jody Sweeten and Brendan Fair, and it contains talk of the family brand, <laughs> a, a journalist uh, falling in love with his story, and Vermont. Let's not forget Vermont. Yes. And this says, Claire is a cookbook author, crafting expert, and a television personality whose name is synonymous, synonymous with perfection. So she's Martha Stewart? Uh, yeah, I guess. Cookbook yeah. author, crafting expert, and television personality. Yeah. Martha Stewart without yeah. the scandal. As she <laughs> contemplates retirement, her daughter, Kara, is poised to become the new face of the Livingston brand. The only trouble is Kara can't cook, or so, or do any of the signature things her mother is known for. When a young girl posts a video online requesting Claire help welcome her deployed father home for Christmas, Kara is sent in her place in an effort to prove herself a worthy successor to the board of directors and win the job. As Kara does her best to make a good impression, she gets more than she bargained for when the young girl's uncle, Joe, turns out to be a reporter for the local paper looking for his next story. This sounds pretty good, I think. I yeah. am dying with this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, first of all, like, we are going to have the sweet moment, obviously, where the guy comes back from whatever. But that's not going to be the whole movie. It's just going to be, like, a bonus little, like, touching moment. So it's not going to get me down. Second of all, um, those of you who have not been able to listen to our dream people who haven't been in Hallmark movies yet list, because it hasn't been released, <laughs> Brendan Fair was at the top of my freaking list for dudes. So the fact that he's being in a Christmas movie this year is the best. I love him. So I am so pumped about this. Plus, it sounds like it's going to be really fun and delightful. Yeah. And it's, I just, I'm going to love it. I'm so excited. It, uh, it like has sort of a diamond ring. It, it has sort of a Christmas Connecticut feel a little bit to me with this person kind of trying to, you know, doesn't know how to cook. Oh, it does kind of Christmas in Connecticut. And a soldier and yeah. Oh, right. yeah, Rachel. I think that's why it's speaking to me, because Christmas in Connecticut's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's so good. If you guys haven't seen Christmas in Connecticut, it's really, really good. The interesting about this movie is that it's directed by an actor, uh, Robin Dune, who's in uh, the Royal Tea Garden movies. And uh, and so, you know, it's interesting. I would, you know, we don't know. He's not on the cast in any way, but uh, he could just be a director. But, you know, that's kind of interesting. And uh, it's had two different titles, Making Spirits Bright and Christmas in Vermont, which I think are both better than entertaining Christmas. But who cares? Jodie Sweeten, I thought that you know, Finding Santa had its problems, but I thought one of the strengths of it was uh, Julie Sherman's Wolf's funny dialogue. Um, and I thought that Jodie Sweeten pulled that off pretty well. Mm -hmm. And she was pretty funny. And uh, that movie was, I thought, a lot better than it had any right to be as far as the plot and everything like that. 
because of that. So I don't know. I'm very hopeful and I will agree with you. I'll also give it a diamond ring. Yeah. And this is also a movie that's been written by Marcy Holland, who is incredible. And like just this year, she did Cooking with Love and Very, Very Valentine, which are two movies that I really loved this yeah, season. Yeah, those are both great. So, I mean, and so she's done way more. And she's done, she's done like four movies this Christmas season too. But Time and Tested Intrude, I mean, I think it's, I, yeah. I already said Diamond Ring. I still mean it. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, and so then we have Jingle Around the Clock. And this is on the 22nd. And it is stars Brooke Nevin, who's been in a number of uh, films last year, The Christmas Cure. And uh, Michael Cassidy, who uh, is... It was just in the movie Dog Days, which was so cute this summer. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, it contains College Reunion, unlike romance, Unlikely Romance with Corporate Rival. All right. And this says, when Elle Bennett decides to reunite her college friends for a special Christmas celebration, her plans are thwarted by an opportunity at work she can't pass up spearheading a Christmas campaign relaunch to prove she's ready for a career altering promotion. Much to her surprise, she's forced to team up with advertising campaign fixer Max, who has a completely different take on the holidays. But as Elle and Max work together and learn more and more about each other, Christmas traditions, <laughs> learn more about each other's Christmas traditions, they unexpectedly find themselves falling for each other. Despite being pulled in so many directions with the help of a little Christmas magic, will Elle pull off the perfect Christmas reunion? earn the promotion of her dreams and ultimately find the love she's been searching for. Mm, so this is directed by Paul Ziller, who did Love on the Slopes, which I think we both like pretty well. Yeah. Written by Joao Botkin, who is just nailing it. Uh, she did Falling for You, which I gave five crowns to. I thought it was great. And we both loved Miss Christmas last year, which she also wrote. So that gives me a lot of confidence in this. Yeah, and um, you know, this seems pretty fun. As like, I, I mean, it's kind of just the basic stuck to working with each other thing. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, the writer is great. Um, I have a lot of faith in the chemistry between Brooke Nevin and Michael Cassidy. Um, I'm not so hyped up on it that I'm going to give it a diamond ring, but it's going to yeah. get a solid orange. Yeah, me too. Agreed. All right. Then next we have Small Town Christmas, and this is on the 22nd, and this stars Chris- Christopher Paloha and Ashley New- Newbrow, who was in Snowmats last year, and she was also in uh, Love Under the Stars, I think is what it's called, for Hallmark. And uh, Christopher Paloha has, of course, been in a lot, uh, but Heart-, Heart of Christmas, he was in uh, Rocky Mountain Christmas, and in Pearl in Paradise. So he's great. And it contains book tour, resolution, uh, and a resolution of five-year-old ghosting. So, whoa. Nell Phillips' first book has become a surprise bestseller of the Christmas season. Nell's last stop on a nationwide book tour takes her to the town of Springdale, the hometown of Emmett Turner, a young man she met over five years ago while both were junior copy editors at a New York publishing company. 
Nell was hurt when Emmett stood her up for a dinner date and then disappeared from New York without any explanation. As Nell is quick to admit, Emmett's colorful, nostalgic anecdotes about Springdale inspired her to write this book that is shaping her life, and especially this holiday season. So. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> it is a little bit hard to tell. I think this will 100% depend on chemistry. Between it really two. will. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. Because both I've been charming in the past. It'll just depend on if they're charming together, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. which is like an intangible that's like really hard because it's pretty simple. So it's all going to depend if this dialogue, we don't know the writer, uh, we don't know much about this writer. And so it'll really depend a lot on this. If this dialogue is snappy and fun and if they, uh, if they have chemistry. So, yeah. So, I mean, I have faith in these people. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Honestly, I'm pinning most of my faith on the fact that I like Snowman's and Christopher Palaha is charming. So it's getting itself some linty orange. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm going to give the same. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it has potential. So we'll see, see how it goes. All right. Next, we have Christmas Made to Order. And this is on the 23rd, and it stars Alexa Penavega and Jonathan Bennett, uh, who have been in TV movies, <laughs> together, uh, various TV movies. And uh, Alexa Penavega is, I think, now officially a, 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 a hall star for sure. I mean, she's- I mean, you're, you're officially like one of the faves when they put you in those interstitials. I mean, yeah. Alexa and Carlos Penavega hosted the Summer Nights preview. Yeah. They're big sure. time. Yeah. Yeah. And a family reunion and a holiday coordinator falling for client. Yeah. And um, so this says, when architect and Christmas amateur Stephen finds himself hosting his family for Christmas, he recruits holiday coordinator Gretchen to bring holiday to joy to his home. If they don't include some sort of like Gretchen joke <laughs> from Mean Girls in this movie, they're going to really have... I've missed their opportunity. Gretchen's expert Christmas spirit brings Stephen's family together, but neither expected it to bring them closer to each other. After a great opportunity presents itself to Gretchen, she and Stephen must decide what's really important in life. Yeah. So actually I'm feeling, I mean, that summary is not that great, but I'm actually feeling pretty positive about it. I, I feel like they'll have pretty good chemistry and I like both Alexa and Jonathan Bennett a lot. I think that they both have a lot of charisma and it's so close to Christmas. Usually the ones that are closer to Christmas usually are pretty good. At least that was my experience. It's definitely last year. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic and give this one a diamond ring. I like workplace comedies and I feel like it, it could be fun. I, I think they'll have good chemistry. Alexa Pena Vega and Jonathan Bennett. I'm actually really excited to see him as the lead in a Hallmark movie. He's been in a couple of other Hallmark movies where he wasn't the lead, but he was in a couple of non-Hallmark movies where he was the lead, but I'm excited for him to be the lead. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm only going to give this an orange just because we don't know who wrote it. We don't know who's directing it. And the plot itself just seems okay. Not enough to push it up high, so. 
understand that. Okay, next we have Christmas Bells Are Ringing. This is on the 23rd. It stars Amelia Ulrup and Josh Kelly. And it contains Holiday Homecoming, Christmas Wedding, and a Romantic Reunion with Childhood Friend. Yes, and so this says, Samantha, a freelance photographer, is returning to Cape Cod for the first time since the death of her mother years earlier. I do just want to say, I think it's kind of hilarious how in every one of these movies, they say like, so-and-so their job, or their job so-and-so. Yeah, that's like, true. They, they are defined very definitely by their jobs. Yeah. Um, she's going to celebrate her father's Christmas Eve wedding to the lovely Helen, but is anxious to revisit her past memories. However, I guess it just says, no, that's what it says. However, having never been to the Cape during winter, she finds that it is a whole new experience. On deadline for a big Christmas spread that could ignite her career, she enlists the help of her childhood friend, Mike, to show her around. In the meantime, she spent, no, dang it. In the time she spends in Cape Cod with her dad, Helen and Mike, she finds meaning in her creative pursuits, falls in love, and realizes that Christmas is wherever your family is. So I'm a little confused. So her dad and this new wife have moved to Cape Cod? That's not where she grew up, right? No, it, I'm very, yeah, it's very confusing because she's returning to Cape Cod since the first time her mom died, but she's never been there during winter, but she's also in Cape Cod with her old childhood friend. How could she have never been there during winter? I'm wondering if maybe her parents were divorced and she spent Christmas with her mom, like winter with her mom. That's weird. I don't know. That's a little confusing, but. It's a, it's a very, it's very strange. Maybe Mike is, knows Helen and so he's there for the wedding. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't get it. I'm sure they'll give us a reason logistically what's <laughs> happening, but for right now, yes, the summary was confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's definitely very spoiler heavy. Sorry. <laughs> Tell us the whole movie. I guess. I Meaning he creative pursuits, falls in love and realizes that Christmas is wherever your family is. They didn't even phrase it as a question. It was a statement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, where, where will you rank this? Uh, you know, it doesn't super inspire me and it fa sounds like it's going to try to be sad so i don't know hmm. i didn't get big sad vibes uh, but i i uh, i don't know i'm gonna give a sock yeah i'm giving it socks too but it that does not mean that we don't want it to be better that's right <laughs> i just want it to i want it i want it to surprise me yeah all right then we have the one calls art christmas movie and this is on the 25th, so this is on Christmas Day. The Hardys will have the biggest gift that they could possibly receive in a new Edgar's Heart Christmas movie. And we have Aaron Krakow, Lori Laughlin, Jack Wagner, Pascal Hutton, Calvin Smith, and Paul Green, amongst many others, who will be in this. And it contains a holiday stranding, a plan to save the orphanage, and a baby on the way. So... Mrs. Elizabeth is preggers, so that's exciting. 
Yep. And this says, when a group of orphans become stranded in Hope Valley for Christmas, their caretakers, sisters who have a mysterious backstory, lead Bill to investigate the circumstances of their arrival. He discovers the sisters and their orphanage are in jeopardy, so Abigail and the other residents rally to make it a Christmas to remember for the orphans. Elizabeth, who is preparing for the birth of her child, organizes her students to engage in selfless gift giving. That, along with a Christmas miracle, help bring wonder, hope, joy, and love to all this Christmas season. Now, this seems so love comes softly, right? Like, I do, I love do think comes I, softly this movies. Yeah, of course. Blah. <laughs> 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 movies at the end, the end blah movies. <laughs> um, no, this seems really love comes softly, and I was really curious when uh, when comes the heart would do something like this. And do you think that any of the orphans will end up becoming regular cast members that somebody will adopt at least one of these orphans oh yeah for sure if Kevin and pascal adopt one yes that would be really cute i agree an adopted rosalie uh, child a what child adopted rosalie child what do you mean? that's what their that's what their celebrity power couple name is rosemary and lee or rosalie oh. Oh, I never heard that. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, that would be really cute. I would really like that if, uh, if they, if they did. And, uh, I think that would be really fun for Rosemary. And, uh, so, and it would be a little bit different at least than like her getting pregnant at the same time as Elizabeth. Like it'd be something a little different, which yeah. I would like. So yeah. How are you feeling about this one? Um, it seems a little bit like it's going to try to make me cry, but that being said, I do feel like the One Calls the Heart Christmas movies always deliver for me. Um, so I'm going to give it an orange with some diamond dust. Uh, and hopefully they won't have Wigmageddon again. <laughs> Can't they um, just have Elizabeth cut her hair? I don't know. I'll give this a sock. I don't know. It just doesn't inspire me that much. Uh, but hopefully it'll be really sweet and... Uh, We'll enjoy it. We'll see. Okay, next, last. We're almost done. Whew. Okay, we have Midnight Kiss, and this is on the 29th, and it stars Carlos Penavega and Adelaide Kane and Ava Cooper, our little opal. And it contains frantic party planning, unexpected romance, and a New Year's Eve to remember. <laughs> Yes. And so this movie says, with only one week to prepare, Lisa Patterson and her family of party planners are given the biggest job in their company's history, a New Year's Eve party for tech entrepreneur Megan Clark. But when her brother breaks his leg and her parents head off on a planned vacation, Lisa must reluctantly enlist the help of her brother's visiting college buddy, David Campos to help her pull off the event, which just so happens to fall on her favorite day of the year. But what Lisa didn't plan on was falling in love in the process. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think about this one? Um, I think it'll be good. Adelaide Kane does a great job. She was on rain and also in once upon a time. So mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I think she'll be good. I think she'll also be fun as sort of like a, fussy planner lady and I expect David since he's described as a college buddy mm -hmm. to be a little bit more like free willing so they'll have a fun dynamic that way and I think that could be cute 
Um, and um, Jason Cermak, who is one of my secret boyfriends that I love so much, is also secretly in this movie. So that's mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Yeah, when they just announced Adelaide Cade not too long ago, and uh, and so I looked her up, and she's beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah. you're not familiar with Adelaide Cade? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I did watch one calls one call. I did watch Once Upon a Time pretty regularly, uh, but I don't know for some reason that name. I, oh, she's I was, in the last season. That's why. Oh, that's why. But anyway, she was really pretty, and I. Uh, I think that it sounds fun. It sounds like a fun little, you know, end of the end of the uh, season, a little New Year's movie. So yeah, plus plus it's got cute Ava Cooper in it. Yeah, and who's what's best. little Opal gonna be in this movie? By the way, <laughs> I don't know a part for her, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, me too. So all right, uh, what will you give it? You know, call me crazy, but I am gonna go with the diamond ring of all of the paired together movies of like miss i don't know this one i speaks to me the most of the like clashing heads have to work together movies yeah yeah i'm gonna give it a diamond ring as well i think it just sounds very new year's i think it'll be a really fun little thing to watch uh and uh something uh i think that it'll be fun to see carlos i hoping that we maybe get him to sing again that would be fun you know, I am actually really impressed and shocked and pleased that we both ended with diamond rings. Yay! And I started with a diamond ring. Oh. Have I just become softened and nicer this year? Oh. Soon you're going to like crying? I mean, this is going to be... I'm never going to like crying. <laughs> so we are going to do our best to, uh, to live tweet as many of these movies as we possibly can. Uh, we're going to do our best to, uh, you know, to cover them inside out, forwards, backwards, get interviews, all that fun stuff. We have some really cool stuff planned, really great guests planned for this Countdown Christmas season that you're really going to enjoy. And uh, so we're we're very excited. And uh, so let us know what you're excited for of the slate uh, that we did on this part two and uh, what uh, what things you're giving diamond rings to let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. We would really appreciate it. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Homework Pod on Instagram, Twitter, all of our social media. And uh, please put in your reviews on iTunes. It really helps the podcast a lot to be, be found. We really appreciate it. And uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. So please check that out. I would really love for you to take a look. So that's it for today. And, uh, and Woo! woohoo, we did it. Yay. You guys, <laughs> it's now officially Christmas. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>